And today we have Ant. Oh my God! We have today- Ant. Yep, Ant Man. A big man. Dead Ant. Dead Ant. Dead Ant. I'm oh, sorry. We have Randy from RLP Entertainment. RLP Entertainment helps artists get to the next level with uh, consultations and services. And he's a nice guy too. I like him a lot. He makes yeah. me chubby. This is so inappropriate. You can cut that out. I won't though. I'm done. I'm done cutting shit out. So you're gonna have I to be know. more careful. I know. You got to be careful. I've got to be careful. I don't have to be careful. I'm old. I'm my well, life's you, almost you know over what? with. Well, you know what? That whole interview with Sarah. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I spent like forever editing that and then uploaded it and went on about my day. And it took about four solid days, and no one told me. I put the unedited version up. I listened to it. I thought it was fine. It was the unedited version. I had oh. to change it. Oh, maybe I didn't catch the unedited version. I'm going to need you to be a little faster. Well, no I one was... told me. And we had like 200 downloads and no one fucking told me. You, you know what? I don't know if it's the Maverick Rennell or if it's the I don't give a F Rennell. So, I, I mean, I'm at a loss. From minute to minute, it changes. Oh, I so, don't give a fuck about anything but the show at this point and okay. my daughter. Right. So if that helps you, everything else is let the crazy loose. Okay. I'm That's, over it. Sounds good. I feel like it takes too much time to fight the anxiety down, then just go with it. So is that the intro? Was that sure. a pretty good intro? Okay. That works. We went yeah. out. All right. So we're here with Randy Leva. He is the owner in... XYZ123 of RLP Entertainment. His business helps artists get to the next level. Randy, can you tell us a little bit about your experience with music? Well, um, I started as, uh, uh, well, I, I was in the automotive industry for many, many years. So I did a lot of uh, um, work in that field as far as promotional and, and um, putting things with the factory together. So music was a big part of that. But uh, about 25 years ago, I picked up a camera from a garage sale and I learned how to shoot it. And I realized I was pretty good, but I always gravitated towards music. So most of my work that you see, 90% of it is going to be music related, whether it's on the concert side or venue side or promotional. It's always been in that vein, but I grew up loving music. So that was where I stuck with, stuck with it. So that's what I do best. Cool. Did you play any musical instruments or anything? Yeah, I always thought of myself as a drummer. I'm really not, but you know, I've got good rhythm, so I figured why not, you know, but no, I've always wanted to play. Actually, what I've always wanted to play is guitar and piano, and I just never found the time to carve out to do it. I wish I had now that I'm older, but I just never did. So why did you start this label? Well, about two years ago, I was messing around with my photography, doing what I've been doing, and it seemed like everyone I talked to was in the music industry. And then I happened to meet a producer up in Dallas and we actually joined forces and we started a company that was artist development. And the idea behind it was on a minimal scale where we would charge them to kind of promote them in a way that was uh, branding. So we would put together these packages for branding and help them get started, social media expertise, and then move them into a music video. It was, it was good thought and it was a good thing while it lasted, but he kept wanting to go a different direction. 
So I decided to start my own label and pulled away from that one. And hence, this is it. The other thing that facilitated that was my wife moving down here. She's a professor at Texas A&M, and I committed to being here full time. And when I did that, I wanted to jumpstart a new business, and that's where ROP Entertainment came in. That's cool. So can you tell us a little bit about the services that you offer? Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that we look at is is where the artists, whether they've been around a while or whether they're just getting started, where they're at in their their uh their goal right now, where they where they're working towards right now. So we have a, a list that when we sit down and talk to an artist, we actually get very detailed. Ask them where they are, where they're listed on social media, what instruments do they play, do they write their own music? Um, where, they, where could we find them if we wanted to go you know, look for them? Do they have a website? Um, are they on Spotify or any other musical platform that we could look out for them? And then we start building uh, a resume with them. We start trying to find out where they want to go and what their goals are. Uh, are they, you know, in it for the short term or the long term? Are they a writer or are they, are they actually a singer songwriter that they can do both? They can play. Uh, they have a great sound or whatever the case is, and we help them kind of uh, get some direction because most artists, I I believe and I've seen in the past, just don't have direction. So do these artists come to you or do you go find them? How do you, how do you, how do you meet people? What's your whole process as far as getting artists and stuff? Well, in the beginning, it was a lot of uh, seeking out. Uh, back about, let's see, I guess it's been about eight years ago, um, I started working with a with a group, uh, a company out of Dallas, and they were working. I don't know if you remember, if you've heard of it, the Wildflower Festival. It's one of the larger venues in North Texas, and they brought big bands in for years. And I started doing some behind the scenes work with them. And my son's a broadcast engineer, so he did a lot of the work with them, doing live streaming. And I would start paying attention to the smaller bands. It was nice to be there for Leonard Skinner. Don't get me wrong. Or seeing Kansas <laughs> sure or, was. or Joe Walsh. I mean, it was great seeing them and photographing them, but I started paying attention to the younger bands that were like at six o'clock before the 10 o'clock show came on. No one knew who they were. And I started just really kind of looking at them and really kind of getting a feel for how good they were or how good they weren't and watching some of the mistakes they made. So over a few years, I kind of developed a, a, a file, if you will, of people I started talking to. And then it kind of grew to that. And then it just kind of moved to one genre. I seem to have a lot of success with, and that was R&B and rap. And, you know, people seem to like the work I did and that I was sincere and direct with them, and it kind of grew from there. So it's a combination of both. I do get referrals and people talking to me, and I still have a lot of people I reach out to. And I've never been afraid to reach out. So (laughs) That's pretty cool. So can you talk about, like, name names of some of the artists that you're working with? Uh, one of the artists I'm working with right now, he's a rapper. His name is K-Double, <clears throat> K-Double Music. Um, he's uh, growing pretty big right now, getting a lot of play. Uh, he's been really hard at work this last year. Uh, I've got a couple of artists that I'm talking to right now to grow into. I won't mention their names because uh, I don't think it's fair to say, oh, I'm going to have them as one of my artists if they haven't committed yet. But we're close to signing a couple of those. And then I have a new artist uh, that I was talking to tonight. He is a Latin singer, a pop singer, and it uh, looks like we're going to ink him in the next uh, couple of weeks. And it looks like we have another person from Dallas that I worked on a project uh, about six months ago, 
and she's going to come on board. So it's, uh, I, I think the goal by the end of the year is to have 10 working artists that I can work through and be uh, hands on with and help them out rather than being their manager. Uh, I'd like to be someone to facilitate their abilities moving forward. So sound pollution really is all about independent musicians. So mm-hmm. if a musician signs with you, do they get to keep their creative independence? Yes, absolutely. I'm not looking to take them over and grab every entity of them or who they are. I'm looking for them to grow. To so, grow and guide. Okay, cool. Yeah, exactly. You know, it'd be silly of me, I think, on my end of it to say, as an example, um, well, you think you're country, but you're really rock and roll or vice versa. And then also to take away from them their creative and energy and entity of who they are. I, I don't think that's that's fair of anybody. And I, I want think the artist to grow. That's really good to hear because, you know, I've, I've had a little bit of experience uh, with record labels and they weren't mm-hmm. great ones. So um, <laughs> most of them aren't. <laughs> no, they're not. So it's really nice to hear that you're more about about guiding the musician and, and really making what they want to happen, happen. No, I think they have to stand on their own. And, and for them to be true to themselves, I, I think they also have to be 100% committed to what they're doing. So one of the things I talk about people when I meet with them is that I, I want to see how committed they are. And if that commitment means they are one type of, of sound or look or feel, then I can add some things to it and enhance it but it's not up to me to change it so much that they've lost sight of who they are. That's not my role. I'm not, you know, Colonel Tom Parker or something like that. You know, yeah, you're not all about, yeah, you're not I'm, all about getting your units. No, I'm really right. not. You know, I'd like for, if an artist was great and wonderful in their field and they sold a hundred, hundred albums, let's just use that as an example, but they were happy and that's where they wanted to be. Then I'm all for it. I'm going to be right there with them and I'm going to help them grow as much as I can. By the same token, if you have another artist that just wants to grow and grow and get bigger and be put out there and pushed harder, and that's what my role is to do that, then then I'll embrace it and do all I can to help that person. Absolutely. So I was kind of looking at some of your stuff online, and it looks like you not only do photos, but you help bands get their websites, you help them with their back end, like uh, publishing and stuff like that, too? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I do. And do you also, you actually have a video, what is it called, a video production company too? Yep, I do. I have, What's they uh, call it, Too Hot for My Pants or something like that? <laughs> I wish. I wish. It's no, catchy. It's, it, yeah, it is catchy. I should change that. That's a good, That's a good one. But I think people would get the wrong idea of the kind of filming and video that I do then. And There's a market for that, though, Randy. There is a market. You absolutely is. It's much. Hey, you, you know, if left. you could make me a couple hundred thousand for my feet stepping on pies, you've, you've got me. There you go. Hey, but no whatever face. works. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever happened to your fat man calendar? Whatever happened to that? Yeah. Well, what, why hasn't if, that come if forth? I recall, if I recall, okay, it was time a conversation. Out, time out. Time yeah. out. The, the what now? It's the fat man calendar. The, so, what, the, what the fuck is the fat man calendar? I'll let Randy tell you. So I was in a room having a conversation with someone, I won't say who, and we were talking about uh, revenue streams and different things to do. And they said, you know what we should do? We should do a fat man calendar, you know, just get a bunch of fat guys who are fathers and older. And 
And I know people would buy that. And I go, I don't they think really so. would. No, nope, they he, probably he, would. He Not goes, for the reasons goes, you want. <laughs> exactly. It would be the laugh at. That would be Whatever, the reason. Whatever, if it sells. Well, and I was told that I should be right there front and center. And I be the cover model of that. I wasn't doing it. So I said I, I think, would I think the person who came up with this bullshit idea should be the cover model. I think so too. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, think that guy's kind of just sick. Just flip it right over. It's like January. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could see him sitting all laid back in a lawn chair going, Hey, <laughs> one testicle popping out. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a bad look. I don't even want to imagine that. that you haven't seen the testicle. Look. You don't know. Oh my gosh. So oh, have any of your artists released any singles yet? I've got K double has released three so far. And his uh, most recent one that we just did a music video on, uh, Hold Up is what it is, is the name of it. And it's starting to get a lot of traction, a lot of play right now. And he released that about three weeks ago, going good. And, and it's just starting to work really well for him. And When's the video going to drop? We are working on it now. We shot it last weekend. We shot actually two over the weekend. And it should be ready to drop. And I'm, I'm looking at July 4th weekend. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty fast, too. Yeah, we've got a good team. My crew, I've got a crew in Dallas, and I've got a crew here that I work with. But the crew in Dallas, I just work, just repositioned on a couple of people. And I've got an assistant director that worked with me on this shoot, and he's got a great vision. He's got excellent editing skills. And uh, I think we're going to turn out something that's going to be really, really good for the for not only K-Double, but the other people who see the video and what we do. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. For you, what goes into making a video for one of your artists? I think understanding and clarity of their wants and needs. I would like to say vision, but I think vision can be a little uh, misguided. But I, I take a lot of time to get to know their personality, understand them as who they are, what they're all about, and then sit down and discuss the idea of the video. Um, I can talk to, I'll use Brent as an example, we might talk about one of his songs and he has a thought in mind of what he wants that video to look like and be. And I might be thinking something different, but before I go putting it out there, I'll ask him, what about this or what about that? And then we just kind of do that collaboration thing. And I've always felt two people in a room are better than one. You might have the thought that you want to do it a certain way, but what if someone else has a better idea? So I listen to my artists a lot. I, I really want to envision, get them to, tell me what they really want, and I try and recreate as much of that as I can. And in this video that we did, actually we did the two back-to-back, it was a real simple concept, but at the same time it was complicated because one part of the one part of the video has 15 different components, 15 different people were putting in or splicing or utilizing. So his vision, as big as it was, really wasn't that bad once we started shooting it. But initially when you storyboard it, it looked crazy. It looked nuts. I didn't know if we could pull it off, but we did. So it, it worked out real well. Go Can ahead. I ask a creative question. question? So the thing I've I've noticed is that, especially when I've made videos, I don't necessarily stick to what the song is saying, but I try to pick a feel. Like, uh, say a lot of my songs are love songs. So sometimes you want to change the love interest. Maybe it's a fat guy on a calendar. I don't know. But do you ever, like, stick close to the meeting but try to go far enough away? Can, can you give us an example of how you change the storyline to where it fits but it's a little bit different than what the song is about? 
We did a video. I used one on K-Dub. He wanted to shoot it. And we all know from a rap perspective, it's, it's a genre into itself. It's got a look and feel. And he's just not that guy. He couldn't pull off the look he wanted, which was more urban today. And I said to him, I said, you know, with the style in which you're shooting this and with the idea of what you have in mind, I see a, a early 90s, late 80s style. I see warm light like a videotape. I see it being shot with a different background. And one of the backgrounds we shot it on was a was a bank of old. Uh, let's see, old uh, televisions from the from the early 90s. So we had the big ones, the fat ones, the small ones, and we turned them all on with the exception of about three or four that didn't work. So you have like on the one that says link or video and the other one is just the rolling, you know, thing that you put on there. And then we had them wearing uh, uh, jogging suits and the old type of hat. So it fit like a run DMC musical or music video. And he had the big gold chain on and the whole bit. But it worked better than his initial concept, which was, you know, the, the tight T-shirt and the, you know, all the jewelry and things. It just didn't work. And so with that song, what we impressed upon him was having fun with it and seeing what that looked like. We even shot a pre-take of it to show him what it was going to be. And when he looked in the monitor and saw it, he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's exactly what it is. So by visualizing that with an artist and showing him what works, it actually made him look better. It didn't detract from him. And to answer your question as far as words and music and the lyrics of a song that is like a love song, as an example, sometimes the music itself will drive it. And you don't have to listen to the lyric because it's such a great uh, song in itself that you just kind of put it to war. You, you let it just kind of speak to you and run its course. But if you have a specific meaning behind the words, like, say, oh, I love the fat guy in the in the video and I want to really play to the fat guy. Well, then you obviously would have more fat guys in the video. But the point being is you play to the strength of what you think would be, would be showcased. Yeah, that sounds cool. Is it fun to be that creative? I would say I was a daydreamer in school and I wish I could have made a living being a daydreamer. But I think that for me and my work and what I do, I think it's the best way to be. I don't think I could be as, as I don't want to use the word successful, but happy at what I do if I wasn't that person. So, yeah, I think so. Shit. Let's take them back. Mama, you so cold for real. Would you be my candy rain so for real? Let's get past the game, subtle season chill. You look like you do when your pics, it's surreal. I love your mom, how you grind for yours and steel. Find time to be fine, recline and chill. The way that things I can tell it's real. It looks like you need some deep strokes for real to interrupt your energy field. With a chick like you, I can touch a meal bag, chase double. You know the steel, sharp and steel, so let's put this thing together. Nothing like you cross my timeline, yeah, not the next light. Time if you worry like Badu, not shoes. So if you don't mind, stroke you up. How you change your faces, being corners, chasing coin and dead faces. Compared to me, those guys tasteless. Quick to judge, keep me on my LL 
shit, I need love See on the ground, working out, thinking about you Hold up, that's an old nigga pick still up Till once again she let me know When he called that she just won't pick up No need for hiccups I ain't trying no slick shit, this ain't no pickup Free agent number one, draft one to pick up Gotta say it to me yeah. When I say I got you, it mean it, that's it I'm the one you've been praying for, other niggas paying for You ain't gotta check your horoscope Stop fighting lies and wasting time so relevant Stack pesos, tell them buy, then leave them bezos Don't chase, replace those, so evident Have saying to me looking at uh doing a comedian uh he will know what we will know on friday if we're going to have a green light to go on amazon prime and do his special oh that'd be cool yeah we love stand-up comedy do you great yeah you're gonna be a fat guy on our calendar yeah he would be but he's very good looking he's not fat but he would laugh at you and laugh at me if we were on the calendar, so that's all <laughs> That's all we need. We are just, we are just willing to give him material. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I don't want to make any big big deal about it, but if you remember this name, his name is Chris Gardner. Can I leave all this see, in the interview? Yeah, you're going to see a lot of okay. him in the next six months. Yeah, Chris awesome. Gardner. Yeah, so we've got some big things happening with him, and we're really looking forward to it. So he's very funny. He's very uh He's got a great take on life. He spins it the way that everyone really can relate to. And uh, he's, a, he's a really good guy. You'll like him. Where can we find him? Well, right now he's at his house, but uh, you can find him online. <laughs> Instagram, uh, you can find him on several different platforms. When we go to a show to see him, we won't have to follow him home to find him? No, you won't. Okay. So I'm excited to hear what you do in the next few months. I, if you were to do this uh, at the end of the summer, I'd be walking around like I was like I knew a lot because I have five or six artists like, oh, yeah, how about this one? Here's this one. This one you'll like, too. You know, but for right now, we're just working with those. Hey, so you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's always good to have more non evil record labels. Yes. Because, I mean, you're an independent record label. That's what you are. Yes. And, basically and they are. needs to be more of that and less of the big labels. Well, I think people need to understand that music is a very, this industry is very complicated. It's very cutthroat. And it reminds me a lot of the car business. So navigating through it has been pretty much what I know already being in the automotive industry for so long. So you kind of stay away from the BS. Uh, you work towards the ones that are going to, you know, 
take care of you and let you grow. And, and I think it's important that when artists come to work for you, because in essence they are, but we are also working for them. You cultivate them and, and you give them the opportunity to grow and never be afraid of them to outshine you. And in the industry I was in for so many years, it was so cutthroat. They didn't care. You were just one more person to stack up and move to the next level and so on. And pretty soon you would just either be left in the dust or you just weren't important enough to, to keep around. And that's not the way I want it to be. I want every artist, even if it's three or a hundred to know that um, we're doing everything we can to help them. Yeah. How can artists find you if they're interested in learning more about the label? Well, two things. Uh, they obviously can find me online, but uh, it's ROPEntertainmentManagement.com, and that goes directly to my website. They can reach me there. Um, if they go online and Google me, it'll come up there as well. I have an office here in uh, in uh, San Antonio on the west side, and uh, that also has my direct number, so they can reach me there. Um, it doesn't really need to... Uh, you know, send me an email. Best way to reach me is through text or calling. But, uh, yes, I'm available there. Uh, they can also find me online. Uh, Instagram is RLP Entertainment Management, or they can find me at my studio, which is RLP Photography Studio. Uh, and all my information, all my listings, I have four, uh, companies through there. Uh, so they can find me pretty easily. <laughs> they just have to kind of, kind of sift through it, but it's, it's pretty easy to get a hold of me. I think you've done a good job at making sure you're available on social media because I see you on there all the time, you know, trolling. You Do troll. You? <laughs> you're I the one who's you you're the, the one who's doing it. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. Yeah, he told me when he was looking me up, he goes, "Yeah, I found some things about you." And then there's some other things I was like, "Oh my goodness." And then there were some other things I go, "What are we talking about here?" Because he just, "I want you to know, I found some things about you so I can find you." And I go, "Okay, great." So, <laughs> yeah, it's very easy to find out all of get all up in your shit. <clears throat> yeah, I I'm finding that out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's cool that you're going to help out artists cuz we need all the help we can get. <laughs> well, you know, I think one of the things that we had talked about at one point, and this is something that I'm really working hard towards, is setting up artist showcase to where I can do live events. I love doing live events. I've done many of them in Dallas. And the idea of having someone be able to come and play live in front of five, six, eight hundred, a thousand people, that really does it for me. And being able to film that and and photograph it and provide an artist with a 10-minute, 15-minute clip of his set and showing how how well he was received from the audience and having uh, some killer images that they can put into their, their portfolio and get online with. It really, really, I think, just it, it takes them to another level mentally. And I think more importantly, it also creates the – I can do this. It really gives them the confidence to to get out there and do it because so many of these people are singing in their backyards, uh, singing to friends, maybe a small wedding or whatever the case is, just to be out there. But when you start singing in front of a couple, two, three hundred people or five hundred or a thousand and it grows from there, that's pretty heady, you know, and it lets you know what you're really all about, too. So I think live performance is the way it is. And hopefully as we get moving forward and I know we've got something on the books Soon, I'm not ready to discuss it, but I've got three or four inter, uh, three or four showcases I'm putting together between now and the end of the year to do that. So that's what it, really grows. 
And the other cool thing that that people may not know is you're going to be participating in the Sound Pollution podcast tour, right? You're going to be involved, right? That's that's what the idea is. Hopefully we can do that. Yes, I would like that. Well, that's going to be fun. So you'll be there videotaping us, saying inappropriate things. We'll have a crew there, and we'll we'll make it work. Everyone's going to be um, um, everyone's going to be in the mix. How about that? Yeah. So, how excited are you to work with us? He should be afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid of Brent more than I am you. You know, right now, so far, I'm I'm, I'm enjoying our conversation. It just flows really well. Brent, <laughs> I'm not sure of. He 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 likes to goad me and say things to where I respond, and I have to mm-hmm. be real careful here. So mm-hmm. you know. I don't want to mm-hmm. get any of us in trouble. <laughs> so me and you are going to talk a lot of shit about Brent. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, it'll cool, it'll cool. go really well. Yeah, I'll yeah. be on your team. Don't worry about it. <laughs> as long as I'm part of the conversation, that's fine. Yeah, well, you're going to be, bud. No matter what <laughs> you like it or not, you're going to be. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to share? Anybody who hears me talking about this right now, call me. Reach out to me. I'd love the opportunity to have a conversation. Because my conversations aren't like a... From a manager's perspective, my conversations, I really just want to know what you're about, where you're going and what you're thinking. So love the opportunity to talk with anybody out there. Give me a call. Awesome. Hey, Randy, thank you for taking time to talk with us tonight because I know you don't have anything going on, but you've worked us into your schedule. So I appreciate that. <laughs> and you're I apologize welcome. for the Robitussin. No, no, Raynell, you're absolutely fine. I appreciate you having me here today. It's been great, and thank you for letting me be a part of your show. You have a great following, and you do a hell of a job. You really do. You really do. That makes me feel good. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to Sound Pollution. Please do not forget to like, follow, subscribe, and download. Download. By the time this one comes out, our store will not only be up, but it will make sense. Right now, it's just up. No, it looks good. I went went online and looked at it, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it changes as we get closer to the podcast. I think the prices store. are wrong. I, I'm actually not happy with the platform we're using. We'll see. Really? Yeah, we'll see. Are you going to get another options. platform? There's a couple other options. We'll see. Okay, cool. I'm always trying to look for something that's going to be better for us. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's why I, I post so much. That's why I annoy people. That's awesome. I was awesome. told recently that I'm annoying, so that's fine. Let's see what else. Uh, the tour is coming along. It's going to take place in October. There's going to be an acoustic show. There's going to be a full band show. Okay, and yeah. then on the Saturday, there's going to be a benefit. Um, what's uh, so our acoustic show is going to be Meals on Wheels as well. The lineup is sick. It's fire. It's it's I, so good. I, I'm and we're gonna y'all are gonna get so sick of us because we're gonna talk about this fucking every episode. We're so excited. Are you excited? I I I'm almost terrified excited because I have some people contacting me and and asking all these questions and like interested. I'm not used to outside of my wife. No one's really interested in me. So. And she's probably just doing it for charity. But um just like we are. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm anxious and excited all at the same time. I think it's gonna be really cool. Not only for the people that come, but the people that play and us. I mean it's just gonna be cool to meet all these people that we've talked to online and now they're gonna be there in real person and 
It's going to be really cool, and it's going to be really diverse. So if you have a lot of musical interests, you'll really enjoy the show. You'll get exposed. I am actually thinking about bringing my mother. you haven't been exposed. No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't let me do my Antissa. No, oh, we didn't. No. Got one little thing to do. All right, everybody. Make some noise. No.